0: welcome to another episode of i wish i was a little bit taller i am amir ferguson's about to jump on we get into all the top seeds competing against each other this week Uh, we get a couple of bets in with our fictitious money and then we get into a couple of questions about potential um mvp candidates and what are the knicks doing how are they doing we get into the Wizards conversation with Doc. Uh, Dr. J says about LeBron and so, so much more. Listen in. Yo, Bergs, what up, buddy? Yo, my bank account is
1: what's up, buddy, because I keep <laughs> rolling with these wins.
0: I actually, I'm starting to hate doing this fictitious money now. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Okay, last week we had three bets. You got, um, basically, you just won the Dallas Lakers game and technically... I mean, you know, Lakers don't have many players going on the roster. Wait, what do you What do you mean? I technically won. Did I win or did I lose? You won, okay. but you, okay. I don't know what the. We didn't know what the spread was, but <laughs> we don't play off the spread. But you did win, so you won two. You won that game, but lost the other two. I won one game and then lost that one and the other one. So you're up. You went up. You are oh you're only up one hundred, uh, on this week yeah, and yep. then I was down three hundred for this week. So you go to twelve thousand seven hundred, and I go to an even seven thousand. Wow, but big bucks! I'm making big bets this week. I'm making big bets. So okay, let's go. Let's see it. All right, these are all good games, and I actually am looking forward to watching all of these. So Wednesday night, tomorrow night, we got. Clippers at Phoenix.
1: I am going with the Phoenix Suns. This is a statement game uh, for playoff, you know, implications. And during the playoffs, this is going to be one that they refer back to uh, since it will be pretty recent. And I'm, I'm going Phoenix. I think this is a, a really big, uh, a really big spot for them to set themselves up and show that they are for real, that they are going to compete at a high level. And this isn't just, uh, you know, Regular season type stuff. So I'm picking the Suns for 200.
0: Damn you, because that's, I have the Phoenix Suns for 200 too. (laughs) But I think it's even bigger because it's actually playoff seeding too, because the Clippers are only a game behind um, the Phoenix Suns for the second place. So I think it's going to be a, I think um, there's two things. The Clippers really haven't done well against top seeds. Yep. In the last couple of uh, weeks, they've beaten, you know, they, they're, they, you play what your, you know, your schedule is, but they haven't played anybody at a, you know, basically playoff level. And the teams that they have, they've lost to. So they've lost the Pelicans and they've lost to the 76ers in the last 10 games. And the rest of them haven't been um, a playoff contending team. So, well, maybe uh, that's,
1: maybe that's why I haven't seen them on you know TNT and ABC and all those things for for quite some time now. I, I feel like they have totally just blended in, and I haven't heard about the Clippers, seen the Clippers, which is fine. I mean, they're still you know doing well and just kind of coasting their way to the yeah. playoffs, but um, haven't really done anything that's that's wilded me recently. So,
0: I mean, uh, the only I mean they picked up Cousins, so I think that became a little bit of a little kind of note or newsworthy update with them but yeah they're just kind of coasting they're not you know you never know if Kwai's playing you never know if um, the player formerly known as pg is playing so it's like do you really want to put them on tnt if you don't know if those guys are playing you know like you know, that's, that's, that's true that's, a, that's a good
1: point it? it's hard to to really you know put them on the slate when you don't know which guys are going to be taking a night off or so forth so exactly. you bring up you bring up a good point that was uh, something i wanted to to ask you so Will DeMarcus Cousins two, – two parts of this question. Will DeMarcus Cousins make a significant impact for the Clippers? And if you think he'll you know make some sort of impact, what, what matchup in the playoffs do you think will suit him well where he will make the most impact? So wh- which team do you think he, he matches up with well, which they're going to really use him 20 to 25 minutes and he's going to have a big impact?
0: So I think he will. Because if you look at the Western conference teams that you assume are competing for the finals are Utah, Denver, the Lakers, correct?
1: Don't forget the Mavericks.
0: Um, okay. No, <laughs> okay. I think and the no, you, forget,
1: you forget the Suns. You
0: forget the Suns in there. Yeah, but okay. And the Suns. So three of the four have big guys yeah. and athletic big guys, you know, Uh, they they can stretch the court out. So you want a player that can do the same thing and potentially guard against those guys and not be a liability. So I think he is, I mean, he even said it. He got interviewed, I think, last game after he, against the Pelicans, where he was like, I'm probably the only player in NBA history to have a 10-day contract and be the third string center and get double teamed. Yeah. It's true, though, right? Like, how many 10-day <laughs> contracts get double-teamed in the post, you know? Hey, I mean, look,
1: there's no disputing his talent of what he's been in the past. It's just to see if he can come back into form and uh, if he's okay being a fourth-string guy, or not a fourth-string, but a fourth-option guy and so forth. I mean, he's never been that in his career, and
0: uh, I don't know. We'll I th- see. I think, I think at this point, look, he would have made – if you would have stayed healthy last year and would have been on the Lakers, they would have probably traded Dwight or McGee last year to make space for him. And he would have had a big contract this year with somebody. So he's playing for a contract for next year. So he needs to do whatever the team asks them to do just to make sure he's in the league next year and not doing a 10 day contract or like a non-guaranteed contract.
1: Right. Yeah. You know what? I mean, I think there will be, there will be a series because I think the Clippers won't lose in the first round. So in the second round, um, I could see a couple games where you know they go through him, or they find a matchup that they really like. And you're you're right, they start feeding him in the post, and the defense they have to adjust uh, with some double teams or whatever maybe. So I think he'll have a little impact with uh with the second round matchup. I could see him and uh, and Aaron Gordon if if him in the Nuggets or him versus Jokic, kind of yeah. maybe throwing Jokic off of his game a little bit. So. Yeah.
0: I mean, you're hoping uh, the Clippers lose in the first round because they're matched up against uh, your Mavericks if they start the playoffs right now. (laughs) I know. Very true. Very true. Uh, uh, So that's, I think, going to be a good game. The next one, it's going to be Utah at Phoenix. It's literally two days later, um, a Friday night, Utah at Phoenix. Um, That's potentially playing for the one seed, depending on how they do against the Clippers.
1: So I'm going to go. Exactly against what I just said. Reason that I said I'm going to go Phoenix. Um, I think Phoenix will be up for this first game against the Clippers. I do think the Jazz might notice that uh, on Wednesday and come with a little more intensity on on Friday, understanding that yeah, this technically from a seeding standpoint could be like a Western Conference Finals, you know, matchup. So
0: uh, I'm going to go f- with Utah for 200 on that one. All right. So you got Utah. 200. I'm going back on the Phoenix train and I'm picking Phoenix and I'm putting 200 on that one. And the reason I think that is is first, Utah has won. Let me see what Utah's record is. Utah's record is 44 and 17. Okay. They're 0 and 3 against Minnesota. And they just lost two games against back to back against Minnesota. Yeah. And if it wasn't for the fact that they're going to play Sacramento Kings, I think tonight or tomorrow, I would have picked Phoenix, but I think they're going to play um, the Sacramento Kings. And then they're going to kind of, all right, we're back to being who we are. And I think Chris Paul has just got a chip on his shoulder. He's like, I'm going to take out all these teams right now. They just took out Phoenix. They just took out Knicks and their what, eight game winning streak. Yeah. And he was, he was the reason they won. He made the clutch shots at the end of the game. Right.
1: Yeah, no, that I mean that's what CP3 does for sure. Yeah. He's he's a clutch player at the very end during close games. They rely on him as uh, as a young team should, you know, give it to your veteran who's been there before to make some shots. So, uh, yeah, I mean that, but that win, I mean the Knicks are, are playing so well right now. Um, it, they they were due for they were due for a, a game where they couldn't close it out right. at the end. Right. I, I'm sorry, right. they just they are too young, too inexperienced. Uh, they've had a great run right now, but. Uh, that was that was due to happen so i i i don't think they'll have as much luck uh versus uh utah i think utah will bring it to them.
0: let me ask you this do you think cp3 should be in consideration for the mvp
1: if they finish seconds uh yeah yeah when you're talking about what does it mean right most valuable to to your team to the league all that stuff i i definitely think he should be in consideration um, are his numbers overwhelming to where he'll get it? No, probably not. He's not going to get, you know, some votes that where people might be on the fence. But uh, I think he deserves some talk.
0: Well, I mean, he took um, a team that missed the playoffs to basically a number two seed. He potentially totally did. number one.
1: He totally did. You're right. He's he's somebody who is very valuable. Absolutely. I mean, but you you're watching right now. Is LeBron James not extremely valuable to his right, team? We've talked right. about this in the past. Like yeah. LeBron could have technically won six to eight MVPs in a row, like if, yeah. but yeah. you know
0: they're yeah. they're not, not going to do that. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, he deserves people talking talking about it, but I don't think he'll win it. Um, all right, and then the next one we got, and this is going to be a really good one, um, on Sunday, Brooklyn at Milwaukee.
1: Yeah, that's the Easter College finals just ready to go right now. Yep. Uh, Well, I guess my question would be for the Bucks. Is everybody playing? Is everybody healthy right now for the Bucks?
0: See, here's the thing that's the thing about all of these teams is that you never know who they're benching, who's not. Like, you know, Harden isn't playing for Brooklyn, but is kd gonna play or is he gonna take a night off you know
1: well, he just well he just came back and he dropped right. like 30 off the bench or whatever right. so i think he'll play uh i i do think he'll play and he'll be back doing that personally
0: um but that's the thing like they have like three four games this week and you just don't know before or uh, maybe they just don't want to show their hand and they're gonna not play guys you know you do know I mean like they're playing that game but this team hasn't played together either. So you you would assume they would play all these guys as many minutes as they could in as many games as they could just to get a flow with each other.
1: You know, that, that's true. Um, this, this game, I think, means more to the Bucs because they do not want to lose that swag as the top team in the East. And people are already crowning the Nets as the NBA champion yeah. and, and all that stuff. So I think it means more to the Bucs right now. Uh, now exactly what you're talking about will they will they play their guys just because it means more to them doesn't mean they're going to go out and play all their guys and show all their their cards right now because what if they go out with every single player they have and the nets don't pull out a full team and the nets still beat them how deflating is that going to be for the bucks so that's going to be a really interesting game i mean i i i think the nets will be able to pull it out i'm going to go nets for 100
0: but i'm really interested to watch that game uh and I'm going to go, I, I did a hundred dollar bet on Milwaukee. So that'll be a, okay. that'll be a good one too. Um, from there, I have a question. Let's go back to the Knicks. Do you think if you were starting a team, let's say right now, would you take Julius Randle or Zion?
1: Uh, I would take, I would take Zion. Really? So a few reasons why. Uh Zion being so young, I mean, he's a few years younger than, than Randall. Right. In the paint, Zion has proven he cannot be stopped right now. And so early in his career, Julius Randall, although he's, he's a tank in there too, he's not moving bodies. Guys aren't getting out of the way when he is driving. Yes. He has refined his game and he is playing tremendous ball but the upside for Zion when he gets in the gym and continues to stay in the gym and can develop. And people might say, Oh no, he won't develop a 15 foot or 18 foot or 20 footer. Holy cow. And then you talk about him driving with that left to the rim. Nobody's getting in front of him. No, people aren't trying to take charges on him. You, you just, you don't see it. So the overall uh you know, abilities I would take him. I think, also, another reason if I'm running a franchise, I want somebody that's a little more even kill, like Zion. Uh, watching Julius Randle a little bit when other teams get in his head and he gets a couple fouls called against him, he goes in the tank for you know five or six minutes until yeah. maybe he sits out and kind of cools down. I watched one of the games, I think it was last weekend, and he had an offensive foul called on him, and then immediately he picked up a cheap one on the other end because he was pissed off, still barking at the refs, and the next thing you know he missed like the next four. He just he was totally out of his rhythm and. I don't think Zion is there yet. So he yeah. may get into that, but uh, I think he's a little more even kill. So I would go with Zion. Zion yeah, You know, potential.
0: If you're going, if you're going for a marketing standpoint, it's Zion, you know, he's just, he's just a human highlight, right? So uh, you'd go for him, but I will say this about Julius Mandel. When the Lakers drafted him, his first couple of years, he was with the Lakers. He was exactly what Zion was, except just, he just maybe didn't jump as high, but like he was a, like he didn't know how to control his body. So he just drive into the lane and he was quicker than most power forwards, right? So he'd yeah. get past them. But when the second defender came over, he didn't know how to maneuver around them. So he would just get charges after charges after charges. And now you see him and you see he's getting, he's it's like it's slowing down to him. You know, once yeah. he gets past the first guy, he knows, okay, I gotta maneuver around this guy. And that's how I think he's gotten so much better. In staying in games within the Laker games, he'd be out within six minutes into the game because he had already two fouls, you know, and then he'd sit out for a long stretch of time. So,
1: so this being what is this his fifth year?
0: So really? he's twenty six. So yeah. this I think is his sixth year. Whatever, maybe
1: like, fifth or sixth, right? Zion's in his
0: second year. So the difference. Diff, I just 20? looked it up. Yeah. So he's twenty six and twenty. That's the age difference. So, so
1: I mean, where they're at right now, I'm taking Zion all yeah. day, every day. Yeah, yeah but I mean. Two. And he's already able to, when he gets in the lane, kind of avoid contact, avoid some of those other plays. So, yeah. I mean, just mentally watching his game evolve already in year two, it's incredible. I mean, where's this guy going to be at? Where is the limit for this?
0: Yeah. But then, I mean, if you looked, if you watch the Phoenix uh, Knicks game last night, uh, Randall was guarding CP3. Oh, that tells yeah. you how good of a, how quick his feet are that he can stay in front of a fairly athletic, fairly quick point guard, you know, and oh, a feisty. Don't get,
1: me, don't get me wrong. I love both of them on my team right yeah. now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that,
1: that kind of leads into I have this question about the the Knicks too because they're they're a hot topic right now. Do you think this year the success they're having with Thibodeau as well? Do you think this puts him in the consideration for a, a superstar free agent to want to sign there? Or kind of what Harden did, uh, a big-name player pushing his team to saying, I want to play here and almost demanding that trade like Harden did to the Nets.
0: Um, I think we went over the uh, free agents last week, right?
1: But not so much the free agents, remember, or, For kind, trade. Of what, or kind of what Harden did. He forced his way to the, to the Nets. Somebody so, could do the same thing to the Knicks. Do they have enough yeah. of a core right now? to where that's desirable for a big-name guy to want to go there and play under Thibodeau and in that system.
0: The one thing about Thibodeau that I will even say it, he runs his players to the ground. Like, he makes them – they play 40 minutes a game, and then they go into practices, and he makes them work. And if you look at all the players that he had in the Bulls, not a lot, a lot of them had a long and career. Derek Rose kept getting injured. Uh, Butler kept getting injured when he was in Chicago, eventually kind of, and he yeah. still gets injured. Right. And then Joakim Noah basically disappeared once he left.
1: Oh, that guy's knees are just, you know, shocked. like
0: all these guys, they just got worn out by playing so hard, so long over and over and over again. So I'm hoping it doesn't happen to these guys, Julius and all those guys. So it's, I do think it's a destination. If nothing else, they're winning. And when New York wins, they're on TV. And if they're on TV, if you're a big name guy, your brand goes up, right? So um, I could see it being a destination. I just don't know, top of my head, if they have enough assets to get somebody in a trade. Um, I think it's more likely like a Kauai could go there. Hmm. Could you imagine Kawhi being next to Julius and RJ, and uh, you know that that's a pretty nice little squad right there.
1: Well, if if he went there in the off and and you imagine one of these guys bringing some other veterans along with them, I mean, I mean, we saw what happened. LeBron basically crafted this team together. Yeah. You know, in the off season, we're looking at it and like, wait, they got who? They got who? Are you kidding me? So yeah, I mean, Kawhi or somebody of that nature saying. I'm going to the Knicks. He makes a couple quick phone calls yep. to some guys that are some veteran shooters yep. or whatever uh, to play some other backup type minutes. Yep. Next thing you know, New York's got a absolute squad with some of the younger guys yep. and it's in the East. So, you know, I was just thinking with them being kind of relevant right now, yeah. would it be a spot for somebody to want to sign or want to push them way to New York, which could actually get New York back over the hump into some, you know, maybe Eastern conference finals talk and uh, that'd be pretty neat.
0: Yeah, I mean look, they're they're fourth place right now and they're I mean they're going to stay within the 4-5 range I think. That's a that's a hard matchup against your if they make it to the second round, you potentially are going to play either Philly or um, Milwaukee and I don't think either of those teams really want to play the the Knicks. Oh, let's be honest. Right now anybody that's
1: playing the Knicks in the playoffs is is not going to be happy about the next no. play defense, and in a seven game series, that's going to wear him down. That's going to beat them up. Yeah, I mean, they got a lot of athletic guys who who are playing very very hard out there, yeah. like you no, mentioned. Ibado demands that, and that's not an easy series for anybody. It's not like an up and down shootout where it's going to be just kind of fun uh, street ball where 130 no. to 120. I mean, they're going to play some absolute d. So
0: yeah, no, I agree. Deep. I agree. I agree on that one. Um and then from there, I got... Okay, so besides the uh, Knicks, the Wizards had a nice little uh, winning streak. Yeah. Um, so Westbrook is Westbrook. Look, I don't think they're going to be competing for... Like, I don't think the number one or two seed, if the Wizards make it into the playoffs, are worried about the Wizards. No. But my question to you is, and this is a potential trade, do you think... The Wizards should trade with Minnesota. Okay, Minnesota gets Beale. Okay, Wizards get Edwards and uh, Minnesota's the pick that they have, which is basically going to be top three. And like, say another couple of draft draft picks. Would you do that for Beale?
1: Um, I you know, that's really tough to that's really tough to tell. I think you're giving up. Edwards a little, a little too early. I mean, he's, well, the
0: only reason I say this, the only reason I say this is cat is getting up there. Well, he's going to be 26, 27, somewhere in that range. Yeah. D is going to be in that same 27 range. You're bringing another rookie in, right? So there's, there's going to be like a gap between players hitting their primes and then guys just learning how to play in the NBA. No, it, it, If it you get sense. Beal next to D and cat, I mean that's in the west you're you're going to be at least a 5-6 seed I don't know you don't think so I don't I don't know and
1: it's and it's nothing against Bradley Beal but when you're talking Beal versus Edwards they're both scoring at a pretty decent clip right now right it, it's about how is that going to mesh is D'Lo and Beal going to be a great combo and then you got Cat in there which Cat is the, one of the most interesting players. When you think about how much talent he has, but shit, does he not do anything with it? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Like, no, you're right. At, at some point in time, put a damn team on your back and make it to the playoffs. Is your cousins do something? Is he, a,
0: is he? Is he this version? Is the younger version of cousins?
1: He absolutely could be. I, I'm sorry. Watch his games and. Yeah, maybe he he scores some points and does some things and you're like, wow, this guy's pretty good. But then they end up losing and sure, he's not on a great team. But at the end of the day, like you got to have some guys that maybe want to come play with you, too. Right. After right. a few years, right. th- there's no free agents that want to come play with you. Right. Like, what does that say about your game? People but play I mean, like, all the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say garnett never got any free agents to come to minnesota but he actually did he got you know he got a a couple of like he had joe smith to go there and then they had the contract you know whatever and then he got chauncey and then yeah i mean he had a couple of guys come through that that you know minnesota uh teams
1: yeah i mean it's just tough you think about it when you play against a player if if you love the way that they play those things start to creep into your head right um let's just talk about kevin durant he loved how the warriors played so I mean, knock him for all, you know, leaving, you know, against a team that beat you in the playoffs and all that stuff, but he loved that environment. If people thought Cat was this amazing player and they're like, Oh my God, he makes so many, so many other players better. He's great defensively. He's selfless. All that stuff. There'd be some people that may want to team up with him or at least give him a call and say, Hey, where are we going? You know, next free agent, we're going to play together, but I haven't heard of it.
0: Yeah. All right. right. Well, speaking of, team you know kevin durant going to the warriors and creating the super team uh dr j hall of famer one of the greatest of all time was on a pod and he refused to put lebron as one of the top two players of all time and not because of his on court playing and everything it's because he says lebron ruined basketball because he created the super teams Hmm. And my question is, didn't about a year before the Boston Celtics create a super team? Didn't 2004 Lakers create a super team? Didn't like there are super teams that were created before LeBron decided to go to uh, Miami and sign with, uh, you know, and play along with D Wade.
1: Yeah. And and also let's talk about this. okay? D Wade was already there. Sure, you added one of the best of of all time, LeBron. But are are we really going to get in the conversation and and make it sound like Chris Bosh is is a top 10 player of all time? Like they created this mega super team? Yeah, he was a great third third player on that team. But I'm sorry. In my eyes, he's not a Hall of Famer. People are going to say he's a Hall of Famer because he won all the championships and stuff now. But so I don't agree with that statement. I think there were some other teams that – have done it uh, at a higher level than that. I mean, the Lakers, when they tried to bring in Gary Payton and Carl Malone, like you're trying to say that is not a super team? Those guys had one thing in mind. I want to get a ring, and that is it. And it didn't work.
0: I mean, Uh, they went to the finals, and if it wasn't for Carl Malone getting injured, they potentially could have – I mean, maybe – okay, let's not say they would have won, but they would have had a better series against uh, Detroit than they did.
1: Yeah. And, and the whole Celtics thing. I mean, come on now. Ra- Rajon Rondo was, as just as big a piece as any hall of famers. And in the reason that they won the
0: championship. So yeah. it's not like they traded for him too, or he decided to come. He was already there. And, and, you know, people say, Oh, well, you know, the players joined up together. Okay. So who's the GM of Minnesota when that trade happened? McHale. Oh, Kevin Mikhail, okay Who's the GM of Boston? Danny Ainge. I'm sorry. They were fucking teammates for a long time. He's like, hey, Minnesota is going to be shit. Give me a bunch of draft picks. I'll send you fucking Garnett.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, it's the same thing with uh,
0: whatchamacallit, why Pau Gasol went to the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For- exactly. Exactly. For no, but, hey, but look, the reverse, though, they got a potential Hall of Famer in he- his his younger brother. Marcus was in that trade and he ended up being a what 10-year player for them and being very important for those teams. Yes, but I will say Marcus at that time. Oh, yeah, he, he overachieved what yeah. they
1: said. But but it's the same concept, right? They gave back to his ex-team, and he yeah. wanted the Lakers to win more chips. So yep. it, it worked out for
0: everyone. Yeah, yeah. It's That's it's just funny, funny to um like. There's, for some reason, there's so much hate towards LeBron. And it's like, I I, I get, and most people say it's what he did with the, you know, interview from going from Cleveland to Miami and then creating the super team. Do you, like, people don't realize Boston Celtics created a super team just to make sure they wouldn't lose to LeBron. Because LeBron kept taking him to six games, seven games solo with nobody else on his roster. You know, it's just crazy to well, me how of, like
1: how- I mean, you can't say that one person did that because it's truly just the landscape of basketball and with social media and everything right now. These guys they communicate all the time. Yeah. And it's it's not like back in the day, right? If you had the Celtics and the Pistons, you weren't getting some of these guys that were were tweeting each other. Um communicating via social media back and forth all the time where they're in the know, you would only see them when you played on the road or at home against other team. So you didn't have this friendliness, this super easy way to connect with one another. Um, And and I think that has been a a huge factor in the changes. All these guys are just so friendly nowadays. Yeah. You like to see the rivalry. You like to see some players not like each other for God's sakes. That's some of the beauty of basketball. When you had teams that actually disliked each other. What team right now can you say in the NBA two teams actually dislike each other not because of historical reasons but these two teams don't like each other.
0: Um Lakers Clippers? Really? I think the Clippers hate the Lakers, Lakers I don't think pay attention to the Clippers. But
1: that's what I'm saying, that's not really yeah. a rivalry too much.
0: Um Yeah, there's none. Because there's so many uh, there's so many players that constantly move. Yeah. There is no he there might be player rivalries but that's what i'm saying you don't you don't build this hey
1: you know what we've been knocked out of the playoffs four years in a row by the same team we are going to get them this year and we're going to attack them every play every regular season game every playoff game we are going to dominate them. yeah you don't don't get that because guys are switching it's like montrez clippers last year now he's with the lakers how much does he really hate one another he just flip-flop jerseys like come on that type of stuff didn't happen back in the day yeah, it's true. It's true. Who, went, it's who true. went from the Pistons to the Celtics back in the day?
0: I mean, you could say Dennis Rodman went from the Pistons to the Bulls. So the was that in a trade, free agent? What was it? Free agent. Well, but I mean, he had a stop. He went to the Spurs and then he went to the Bulls. Okay. But, but I mean, like I, I know what you mean. But there's yeah. and Dennis Rodman is very much an anomaly. <laughs> so let's let's, yeah, so let's,
1: <laughs> let's not try to make him the the rule. Okay. <laughs> I think he might be the exception um so yeah a little uh fun thing right now so okay we're, we're looking at some of the um as the knicks are doing well i'm like man how long have they been around things like that i mean they're one of the most celebrated teams so i have the top 10 i believe it yeah top 10 oldest nba teams now Wait, is
0: remember, this is this your game or is this just the yeah tri-
1: no no this is a little oh, Okay, okay. Cool. just just the top 10 oldest nba teams now remember it doesn't have to be that was their team name when they started. Right,
0: right, 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 right. But just the oldest um,
1: kind of teams going way back. Well,
0: Boston Celtics, or Boston.
1: Um, they are third oldest. They were founded in 1946.
0: The Lakers.
1: Uh, Lakers are eighth on the list, 1947. There were a few in the 46 range that all got founded. At the
0: same um, well, I mean. I think the Clippers, but they were the Kansas City Royals, weren't they?
1: Clippers are not on that they're list.
0: Not. Okay. Uh, Spurs?
1: Spurs are not on that list. Huh.
0: Uh, okay, let's go with the Knicks.
1: Knicks, yes. They're number four.
0: Okay. Um, Minnesota was not. Miami, not. Okay. C, no. Um, Orlando, no. Uh, let's go. Did I say Spurs? You did say Spurs. They weren't. They were not. Um, the Warriors? Warriors, yes.
1: They've been around since 46 as well. The Kings? Kings are number one, 1923. Yeah. yeah. They've had a team from 10 different names. They've renamed themselves, but that was the craziest one, right? Is seen the, the Kings. Like and they have won one championship. Total in that what year. It was like, it was in the 50s, I believe.
0: Uh, okay, okay, okay. Isn't that so, really wait, wild? That's crazy. So, so uh, number three, you said was Celtics. Celtics. And then, so I'm still missing two.
1: Yep. You're missing three. Philly. Uh, Philadelphia. Yep. They were 46 as well.
0: Um, Well, Minnesota, no. Uh, let's go with Indiana.
1: No, we got to uh, give you the next one here. Detroit Pistons.
0: Oh, they were, were they, the they second, were, second oldest?
1: 1941, so they were the wow. second oldest. In there. Yeah. Wow. And then, and then you got the uh, the 76ers, Hawks, Lakers, Wizards, and Bulls to round out the end. So. Okay. Yeah. Just, Bulls. So that's just that's interesting. crazy. Some of the some of the teams, you know, when they were founded, I I I didn't really realize that some of the teams were that old and had yeah. Uh, so yeah. Fun little
0: fact. Yeah, that's actually a good one. What time is it? Game time. Whoa. Whoa. All right. All right. You want to go first? Well, you can go. Okay. So we're going back to the well of what team did they play for? Or didn't play for? (laughs) So this number one is did not play for OKC. Did not play for
1: OKC. Okay.
0: We got Derek Fisher, George Hill, Michael Red. Michael Red. Michael Red is correct. All right. This one is played for the Raptors. Okay.
1: Played for the Raptors.
0: Billups, Vlade, George Hill. Vlade. But, 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 Billups. Oh, man all right all right played for the spurs nick van axel george hill mark madsen
1: wait hold up do you say nick van axel yeah baby it's nick van axel
0: it's e-x-e-l yes axel right I've always had Axel. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. All right, go again. I thought you you were... He's my favorite player. I can call
1: him whatever the fuck I want. You absolutely can. That is your favorite player. Okay, say him again. For the Spurs? Nick the Quick.
0: How about that? Nick the Quick. (laughs) Okay, for the Spurs. Go for it. George Hill and Mark Madsen. Which one played for the Spurs? What was the second one? George Hill. Uh,
1: George Hill did play for the
0: Spurs. He did not. What? Nick Van Axel, baby.
1: Nick, the quick play for God. He's played for a lot of teams. Yeah.
0: So the one thing you didn't notice is I had George Hill in all three.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I I got that. I figured he played for some <laughs> of the teams. All right, your turn. Okay. Um. So I got a a question right now. I want you to tell me who is the uh. Oldest NBA player of all time.
0: Like, as in pl- the oldest player to play.
1: Yes. So we got Udonis Haslam. We got Robert Parish.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Or we have David Robinson. I
0: I'm pretty sure it's uh, a Parish. Motherfucker was like 49 and 50 when he retired.
1: The oldest player ever to play in the NBA was – so this is not one of the guys. So Robert Parrish was the top guy out of all those lists, yes. Right. He played when he was 43 years old.
0: Jesus. Homeboy looked like he was 50 when he was like 30. So when
1: he, <laughs> Can 40. you imagine – I mean, I know the game has changed significantly, but can you imagine – playing when you're 43 and you got these 18 year old guys out of college right now like the games changed so much it it wouldn't happen right now it, your legs just would not be
0: able to well I mean if you look at it Vince carter was playing at 40 what 1 42 last yeah, year at a, at a
1: decent level so who's the oldest active player right now is it is Haslam isn't it you Haslam right yeah yeah, so I mean, he's playing, but yeah. he's not well, even playing, he's the he's player's not, he's coach. Not, he's not playing, so he's out there as a and as a mentor and all that yep. stuff. And as you're getting that, so when we talk about the oldest
0: player ever, you know, it's really hard to well. Robert Parrish was playing, I think he won a championship with the Bulls that year, didn't he? Or it was or, with the Bulls that he played. Yeah, and and I remember him being on the court. I don't know how many minutes he was averaging and how many games he was playing, but he was at least on the court on occasion, but I mean, Udonis Haslam is literally like, he's the guy, he's the player's coach and he's what Pat Riley has on the team to, if nothing else, teach the guys, Hey, this is how Miami heat players deal with, you know, off, off days and practice and training and all that stuff, you know? All right. So I got, I got one more for you. Go. Okay.
1: So the oldest of these three to play in a game. I'm going to give you four actually. Okay. Kareem. Okay. Dikembe. Mm-hmm. Kevin Willis or Vince Carter?
0: You know, it's funny because Kevin Willis to me always looked like a T Rex because he had the smallest wig span smallest ever. arms. It looked like he was just running around with like, and he had the elbow pads, remember? So he made his oh. arms look even shorter. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Just um, a little finger sticking out. Uh, it's either him or Vince. I'm going to go with Willis. You are correct. Yeah.
1: Willis was his last game 44 years, 224 days.
0: It's crazy though. Like, you know what the crazy thing about him was? He was shredded at 43, like he was oh. still yoked at 43. Oh, for sure. Are you kidding me? Like, you know, like Vince Carter was a little bit, a little bit out of shape for like the aesthetics, right? Yeah. And then yeah. Kareem was just so long and lanky. You just couldn't, like, he just was whatever. But like Willis was like a, like, he was swole. Like, he, people still strive to have his build, you
1: know? Oh, for sure. Are you kidding me? Right now, I bet he could go out. And people are like, what the? <laughs> What are you on? He's like a 59, 60-some-year-old dude just walking around yoked. Hey, he's like that dude in those workout videos that is just like jacked, right? Yeah. Teaching yep. people how to do that stuff.
0: Yep. 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 Yeah. 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 Kevin Willis. That's a fucking name from the past, right there. Yes, you know, sir. what jersey do you always imagine him being in? Hawks. Yep. I don't know why it's Atlanta. I mean, I think he was with the Spurs when they won the championship in 99 or whatever it was. But for You know some what? You're, reason- you're right. But I don't even associate him with, the, yeah. with that. So yeah. he played for the – let me just go
1: through this real quick. Uh, how many teams did he play for? Jesus. He played for the Hawks for 10 years, played for the Heat, then the Warriors, then the Rockets, then the Raptors, then the Nuggets, then – the Rockets again, then with the Spurs, then with the Hawks, then with the Mavericks. That is a serious, wow. serious run right there.
0: Wow. He played through three, gen- three decades, homie.
1: Yeah, for eight different teams.
0: Wow. That's, that's Wow, insane. that's 20, yeah,
1: 23 years or something like that. That's a very long. Uh,
0: Good for him. I wonder how much he made. Let's look it up.
1: Kevin, Kevin Willis.
0: Willis or Kevin Willis, uh, total income total uh money made nba salary was it's not gonna be very wow um uh, i'm gonna give you over under 50 million
1: oh back back then under i mean these guys even some of the top guys are making like a couple million a year, right?
0: He has. It, oh, I'm sorry. So based on if it was adjusted to inflation, it would be 49. But he actually only made 30 million. That
1: sounds just about a little right. bit over 30 million. That sounds about right. With, with those guys back then, man, it just it is catapulted. Just a Well, he was one. never the best player on the team. He no, was, but he but he was a very oh, good player. Yeah, a yeah, starter yeah. for a lot of years. Now, yeah. if you're even a starter on any team, you're average. You're getting like eight to ten million. A year, rook,
0: If you're a top ten player, two years into the league, you've made thirty million. Oh yeah, you know it's
1: crazy. Yeah, disgusting.
0: Yeah, some of these guys. How, how bad do you think they lay in bed at night and they're like,
1: "Damn, I was born in the wrong." Yeah, but do you
0: think Kevin Willis would be in the league right now if he was if he was who he was? he'd probably be a guy yeah you're watching you're seeing some of these guys right now yeah.
1: they're still in the league biz yeah. back beyond, didn't we talk about him a few yeah years ago?
0: yeah mate what like 70 million or something like that he's already I mean,
1: he, he yeah. will still be in the league you know for his early years he may not stick it
0: out. yeah 23
1: yeah. years but yeah. he's still going to be there you know competing
0: very true very true yeah. well Thank you all for listening. Uh, we had a lot into Kevin Willis's life. <laughs> um, hopefully y'all enjoyed it. We'll get into another ancient old man next week. <laughs> that is and, the homework uh, of the week. Yeah. The next <laughs> old Homework man for, the for the week. The Let's idea. find an old, old player that only like maybe a handful of player people would know. And all we'll right. bring it up next week. Thank you for listening. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.